Welcome to Market Proof Marketing, the podcast from the industry leaders at Do You Convert, where we talk about the current and future state of marketing and online sales for builders and developers across the globe. We're not here to sell you, we're here to help you and to try and elevate the conversation. Is there a topic you'd like us to cover or a question you'd like us to answer? We'll do it. Simply send an email to show at doyouconvert.com. On this episode of Market Proof Marketing, it's a special, very special PropTech episode. Uh, we've got two guests with us today, Derek and Luke from Foundation, and they're trying to improve the customer experience for both internal customers and external customers with a shiny uh, new piece of software that has backgrounds uh, deep within the industry and experience. Thank you both for joining us today. Thanks for having us, Kevin. Excited to be here. Yeah, Thanks. the tool, like I said, is called Foundation. Uh, you can go to buildwithfoundation.com to see a couple uh, screenshots and to learn a little bit more. And then we just finished recording, uh, I think maybe like a 45-minute in-depth walkthrough of the tool. Uh, that's in DYC All Access. Link will be in the show notes. You can go check that out there. The purpose of the podcast interview today is talking a little bit higher level because you can't. M- most of you aren't watching this. You're listening to this. And so... What are the problems that these two are trying to solve? Why haven't other people solved them already? What are some of the the common friction points between software engineers and home builders? Um, Just kind of talking at a little bit of a higher level. So first off, uh, just what, what problem are you trying to solve? And why do we think that technology has a softball opener? What problem are you trying to solve? And why hasn't someone already solved this? What what makes it difficult? Yeah, you know, Derek asked this question and I used to make fun of him for it, but I, I think it's an important question. And the way Derek asks it is, why do you have a, a better app, a better software experience for tracking your pizza delivery than you do for, for tracking delivery of the most important purchase of your life? And I think that's what you're asking too, Kevin, is uh, when we talk about foundation and our products today, we can talk about this in more detail. We have two products today. One is what we call our closing concierge. The closing concierge holds a buyer's hand from contract through to close. And then we have an ownership experience. And so what's the experience of owning and operating your new construction home? And so when we talk about pizza trackers, what, what comes to mind for most people is this closing concierge. A couple of reasons this this doesn't exist today. One is that I I think that we have a pretty unique background and that background is this intersection of home building. And maybe Derek will tell you a little bit about about his story and where he came from, but it's- Yeah, we'll circle back to intros here in a second. Intersection of home building and Silicon Valley. And so Derek comes from home building. I come from Silicon Valley. I've spent my whole career working on startups. We connected at Opendoor, which is really how we stumbled onto this opportunity to do a great job at this, to build software that works not just for home buyers, but for home builders like Foundation does, you need to have both. You need to have deep customer knowledge. You have to care about your customers, care about the business you're in. In this case, we care about home builders. We're here to help home builders sell more homes more efficiently to happier buyers. But then you also have to know how to execute. You have to know how to build these products, these tools, these services, and do a great job at them. That's awesome. And I, I think at a, at a high level, technology exists. It's not it's not the challenge of tech, so to speak. To me, most of my interactions, it's been the 
and, and I think even in my interview with um, Spencer Raskoff about a year ago now, kind of said the same thing, like discovery, that's easy. Like just discovery of finding finding products uh, online and and some information about it, that's more or less been solved. But the closer you get to uh, customers and the closer you get to having to interact in, in any way, form or fashion with the real world, like what is the serial number of that dishwasher? Uh, how, what is the paint color? Is that document signed off? The more complex it becomes. And frankly, most most product is not developed for industry in a flexible enough format or people will talk about being flexible and open to feedback and what the builder needs. And then they're like, no. So uh, it, it's, it's a little bit esoteric, but I think it's important people understand if what you're building is this pizza tracker for all different kinds of home building companies unique to how you do, do, do this work. How are how do you envision or or what is it about your team that's different that is going to be allow you to be flexible in that manner while maintaining the quality level that you're shooting for in terms of how the platform functions? Is that is that a clear enough what I'm trying to say? I, I think so. And and let me try to give a, a stab at that answer because it's a, it's the right question, Kevin. And I think we can kind of start high level when Luke and I were really discussing what are our core tenants at foundation. And what does this need to be? Which I think the, the question you're getting is, it needs to be a cer certain type of thing um, or else it, it might, be not, might not be as attractive or work actually for the industry if you actually don't know what you're doing. And some of those tenants were is, we wanna put the builder and their brand first, right? So this is a white label platform where we are not trying to be the brand. It is important to us and one of our core tenants that the builder is the brand they are the one uh, that is interfacing with the customer. And so that's really important. Um, and then we also too knew we had to integrate with what home builders do, what their workflows, processes, and software and backends look like, or this thing is very much a non-starter as well. Because when you don't go that route, it tends to feel like another software uh, vendor, another piece of work for the builder. And our whole goal is to take work off of the builder's plate that enhances the customer experience and makes their team more efficient at the same time. And so that's really where we started from and what we felt we needed to do. I think to your second part, and I'll let Luke answer this too when I'm done with this, is, is why are we the right team? And so one of the great things is that gets me excited and, and maybe your, your audience of marketers excited is we can build really beautiful customer facing products. And that, that gets me jazzed every morning when I wake up and look at it. But I think our team's real superpower is our ability to integrate with tons of different systems and transactions. And I think with our background, which we haven't done introductions yet, but we'll get there. Coming no, from this open, is kind of what I was thinking. Okay. You know, we don't pre-plan yeah. this. Everyone knows the joke of we don't, but like the experience of what, you two both did at Open Door kind of proved that, and at least from a structure standpoint, you know how to scale and be flexible at the same time. Yeah, and I think just to put in context, where we came from at Open Door and what folks like Luke and, and our engineering team worked on is we had to integrate across fifty-three markets, thousands of vendors thousands of HOAs and utility companies in tens of thousands of homes every year. So we actually have real world, they actually have real world experience building this type of product. Yeah. And so 
I, I and and then Luke, you can jump in here, but I just want to ask a question that might give people more context. For those of you who don't know, Open Door buys houses, like offers a price, buys houses, which means that there is a closing process that has to occur, that everyone has to understand what's going on, what the timeline is. So like even when you say HOAs and utilities, I mean, I know what Open Door does, and I was that was the first second where I realized, oh yeah, you would have had to do that because you were actually buying houses at scale where there are HOAs and different rules and utilities and all the rest. Absolutely. Yeah, well, I've got I have plenty of thoughts always, but maybe Derek, run them through your background um, and then I'll I'll jump in. Yeah, I think why why I get excited and was really excited to start on this journey with Luke is um, I started home building in 2007. So when we talk about that intersection of Silicon Valley uh, and home building, um, I am the home building piece. I started in 2007 in internet sales, um, which is where I cut my teeth and really uh, got interested in this intersection of technology and home building. Um, this was at a publicly traded builder where I eventually I worked my way into on-site sales and I finished my time there in sales and marketing management. Um, as I was leaving that builder, the iBuyer uh, started to come on the scene around 2014. And I just saw this as an amazing tool that I had to be a part of and really wanted to get on this new wave of prop tech that was taking shape. And that led me to Open Door, where for the past six years, up until I left, uh, I ran the Home Builder Partnership channel, where we were fortunate enough to be able to build great partnerships with big, small, home builders across all of those 53 markets and was able to grow it into Open Door's first and largest partnership channel. Um, and that's also where I was able and, to- And again, just for clarity, that's working with home builders to not buy the home builder's house, but hey, you have a customer who has a house to sell. Let us have an opportunity to give them a cash offer. Exactly. We At Open Door, what we were doing was essentially unblocking one of the biggest objections or hurdles for uh, the new construction buyer, which is, I love this new home, but I have a home to sell. And so I, that was something that I am still and very much was passionate about, but I think yeah. it's really around this mission of, I just love hope, helping home builders. And I see this as my next step in ways that, that I can help home builders improve and improve customer satisfaction for them as well. Awesome. We call Derek, our genuine home builder nerd. The joke, it's actually not a joke. If you want to talk about home building on a Saturday night, Derek's <laughs> your guy. He's already thinking about it. So give him a call. Um, um, I, I come from the other side of the business. So I'm the, Derek's the home builder nerd. I'm the token technology person in the room in most of these conversations. So I've spent effectively my whole career working on startups, um, starting and running very early stage companies through to helping scale later stage venture back, now public companies as a what we call product manager and VP of product. Uh, Derek and I got to work together at Open Door. I was there, I was there for the wild years, two, 200 to 2,000 people, I think. I think. Lots of us remember those times. Uh, and I'm going to connect part of this Open Door experience to, to one of your earlier questions about what I think of as efficiency and do these products work not just for buyers, but also for builders? Yeah. A thing we hear from builders frequently is, well, more or less, I don't like software because I've been sold so much bad software. And so had a, had a, a builder present say, yeah, someone always tries to sell me software and they say it's going to save me time. They say it's going to save me money. And it just doesn't. 
it's so much work to use the software that I would have been better off without it in Excel or doing whatever I was doing before, which is a true thing. I think we see, I think we see that all the time. And is that because the software has been, and not that we're throwing shade at every piece of software that's ever been written, but is it just bad design? Like, you know, it, is this part of why the product has to, has to look correct and function as expected? Is it a, is it an issue of bad training and adoption of like, the friction to change. Um, yeah, I think it's it's all of those things, and then I think to part of the answer is that to build good product takes a lot of work, and it takes work, and it takes focus, and it takes care. So I'll give you an example: is that before Derek and I, so Derek and I worked on the partnerships team together. I was his product partner, so I helped figure out what we were going to build, how we we're going to build it, uh, and then get it delivered. But before I was on the partnerships team at Opendoor, I, I actually joined to work on some of our operational tools. And so I was product lead for home operations. And so one of the first things we built was an app for Opendoor's home inspectors. And again, like does Opendoor need its own, own home, um, home inspection app? Well, if, if, you're, if you're buying and selling tens of thousands of homes a year, it turns out that home inspection is a pretty big line item. And so we had an internal app called Sherlock. And it, you don't build an app once and then set it and forget it, right? This was us, our team, not just our home inspection team, but our product managers, our designers, our engineers in the field with our home inspectors, shadowing them, following them around while they did home inspections. And you'll, if you, if you know this business, every home inspector does things a little bit different. Some will walk in a house, turn left. Some will walk in a house, turn right. Some will walk in a house, walk to the kitchen, inspect the kitchen, and then go back to the front door and turn left or turn right. And so it's, yeah. it's that obsession with the customer, who I think in this case is the home inspector, you have to you have to know them so well enough that you basically know the job. And that's how you mm-hmm. build products that meet their needs. And so what we would right. see is at the beginning, our inspectors could do, could do one home inspection a day. And then as the tool gets better, it got so fast they could do two. Right. And when you get that step function change, if you can you can do twice as many home inspections with the same headcount. If you go from two to three, again, that's another unlock. And each of those unlocks goes straight to the bottom line. And so when we talk about getting these products right, again, not just for buyers, but for builder teams, your your salesperson has to care about this. Your closing coordinator is going to touch this stuff. Your construction manager may be tangentially involved, but this makes their life better too. And so it just takes, again, takes work and focus and care to do a good job on these products. From the very beginning though, you have to have this mentality of hybrid's not the right flexibility there, but but this idea of, you know, you could you could work with uh, a builder like DR Horton. And actually that's probably a good example. You could work with DR Horton in Georgia and you would say, wow, they build a ton of houses and they build them this way. And so every DR Horton division must be exactly like that. And in fact, you could extrapolate incorrectly that every production builder of entry-level product must be very, very similar. And that's where the, the process of you must purchase a house, it will be built, you move in, and then uh, it will be serviced. That's about as static of a framework as you can build. And then both how the builder gets from A to Z and then all the different types of people that may or may not interact in that journey will be different. And so it's it still just strikes me as software for industry has to be different than the Starbucks app, 
different, but, but that's the, that's the type of technology that CEOs and leaders interact with. And so that gets them excited. And then they go buy something that excited them and then implementation and, and actual use case, the whole team's like, well, we don't make pizzas. So this Domino pizza app that you licensed doesn't work for us because we actually, you know, do this other different complicated thing. And we have 15 more people and a thousand, hundred thousand more parts putting into it. So I, I, maybe we've spent too much time on this topic, but I just think to even want to do what you are trying to do or want, this is really for anyone in prop tech. Cause I talked to a lot of folks in prop, if you're, if you're wanting to come work in this industry, you have to understand that you are not going to build a one size fits all anything and have market market-wide adoption. You're just not. Think think that's exactly right. And I'll give you a, a specific example. But before that, one of the ways you get into trouble in in my side of the business in software and product is when you misestimate or you misunderstand the complexity of what you're working on. And so I think, and this is probably why so many builders actively dislike so many people from Silicon Valley is because like, right, you get an overly smart 28-year-old from Stanford or wherever who parachutes in, thinks they know better, is going to tell you how to run your business. Um, that, that's not... <laughs> and so I think getting into this because Derek has spent so long in home building, because I had the opportunity to work closely with builders at Opendoor, we understand some of this complexity coming in. And that means our product decisions, our engineering decisions, our design decisions from day one are, are made with that complexity in mind. Right. And so that, that's, that's just, um, and then we'll move on to the, to the next thing we want to talk about, but it's foundational because instead what happens is most people build it for the one use case. And then they, they're like, oh, we have to adapt for this. And then it starts collapsing under its own weight because it wasn't designed to be flexible from the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. So, and you had mentioned this, Kevin, every builder has a closing process. Every builder has a construction process. We communicate both of those to the buyer. Again, we help hold the buyer's hand through closing. But is your closing process three steps or seven steps? Is your construction process five steps or 12? Which of those steps are we going to communicate to the buyer? Do you buyer? want to share specific dates with people or just general next steps? Do you want to have access to the superintendent or not? Do you want to, uh, one of the things we, we just did in the demo was, do you want to add pictures to this platform that the customer can't see, but you keep for your own internal records? I think just early on, a lot of the flexibility that you've built in here is encouraging. We're working on it. Okay. So um, the, the, Hey, here, here's the process coming ahead. And, and in a very, again, you can go watch the, the 45 minute demo, very slick interface, intuitive, all those things are great, but holistically we've talked a good amount about, Hey, you bought this house and it's heading towards the closing date, informing everyone of what's going on, key documents, key information, uh, offers and rewards, built-in referral network, all that stuff is there. Talk about the, the hey, I, I, now I'm moved in. Because that's, I think, if I didn't think you were crazy before, the fact that you're wanting to lock arms with builders on the warranty um, post-move-in experience is like, you, you got to be, feeling some kind of way to want to rush into that one to talk, talk about how, <laughs> how you're tackling that. Yeah. And I, I'll, I'll start here and then I can let Luke maybe get into a little bit more than nuts and bolts. But I think where we're starting from Kevin is 
if we start to provide an exceptional experience once somebody goes into contract and then for the next nine months or however long it takes them to build, that customer and that builder are going to have more open communication, more transparency, more information and education along the way, which is essentially going to make that customer a happier homeowner. And so when you have happier homeowners, what you see are you're not getting uh, slammed online in reviews for like, a, you know, a little warranty item or something maybe that wasn't even the builder's fault. Mm -hmm. um, you're creating and opening kind of that engagement muscle for them to go back to the builder when they need help. Um, and, and whether that's through warranty or reference documents or what have you, that customer is going to have a better experience, be happier and and have far less warranty requests and complaints if you're able to, to engage them at the very beginning, the genesis of that relationship. And then yeah. on top of that, what that allows builders to do is actually start to build a brand, get to know and understand their customers and have this relationship versus like you were kind of alluding to shy away because I don't want to have this only negative interaction. So I think that's the yeah. philosophy of why we feel where we start, we where we start, uh, at contract and how we can transition that over into this ownership phase. And, uh, for and the also your, your perspective a little bit is, Hey, there's already um, sales oriented, like frontline pieces and everyone's spending money and has some, something in place to make sure that you're getting revenue. So you don't, you don't need to touch that, but I, you know, I, Lenar and what they've done with Linux of saying, the house is a platform and we get to dictate what is inside that house. And if we invest in, a tool or a construction method that then we can say this is now an included feature. And like as someone who's, if you're going to make an investment, that's the right way to do it because they have full visibility and control over whether that gets adopted or not. But also it it understands that that because they're choosing, they get to develop the plat the home itself is a platform for uh innovative construction methods and tools and systems and the and the rest. But what no one that I've seen, other than maybe Open Door and Zillow, would argue that they're trying to do this is who's using the home as a platform for relationship. And I think that's that's a little bit of of where I see you guys narrowing in on. Yeah, I think that's right. And you know, as somebody who's much newer to home building than, than both of you and probably almost everybody listening to this podcast, <laughs> from a relative outsider's perspective, there, there's a wild thing about this business, about home building that we all may take for granted at this point, which is you spend a tremendous amount of money to acquire a buyer. And if you think of marketing spend, you think of sales commissions, you think, you think of buyer broker commissions, spend a tremendous amount of money to acquire a buyer, sell them a house, and then never hear from them again. And, yeah, it's actually, and, and again, a lot of builders are thinking, if we're lucky, yeah, like that's, right. that's the <laughs> optimal situation. Right. So it's worse than that because you do, you hear from your worst customers. You hear from your yeah. most unhappy customers because you like they're unhappy and they're unhappy at moving. They're going to come with service requests with warranty issues. Mm -hmm. And so your only relationships after spending all of this time and all of this money to acquire these customers, your only relationships are with your unhappy customers and lawyers. <laughs> and lawyers. And so what about your best customers? What about your happiest buyers? How do we turn them into evangelists? How do we turn them into advocates? And then we ask this question, how do you turn a transaction into a lifetime relationship? And that's really what the foundation ownership experience is. And so what we do is 
we re-engage, retarget, and remarket to these buyers on your behalf. So again, Derek mentioned it's all white label software. This is this is us touching them for you, doing the work for you. And the outcome of that is we drive referrals, we drive repeat purchases over time. Uh, we generate key business insights. So we can talk about that. We know things about your, your buyer network or your owner network that we can almost guarantee you that, that most folks don't know today. And then uh, a thing that excites us, that excites Derek in particular, is we generate ongoing services revenue from these homeowners and share that revenue back with the home builder. And, and again, go back and watch the full thing, but you're not doing it by just spamming people or like what what you're talking about is not a screen that the customer goes to almost never. And only thing that's there is click here to refer your friends or click here to make the builder more money. The, the approach seems to be to create a high amount of value and actual use case that's going to make the customer want to keep going back there after they move in. Yeah, that's right. I think the way we generally think about this sort of the modernish Silicon Valley take is that the way you build engaged networks over time is by delivering value. So we deliver value to your buyer network, which is how we engage them on your behalf. That's awesome. All right. So how long has, has this company been around uh, and kind of what's you go, you were both just in the field uh, yesterday, getting someone trained up on it. Just tell us a little bit about how, how it's going early on. Yeah. Well, you know, we've been, we've been talking about this thing forever. And a part of what happened is, can we work together at Open Door? Um, Derek was the GM of the Home Builder channel, Open Door's first multi-billion dollar partner channel. I worked across the partner channels. And as builders got to know, Open Door got to know Derek, we built some trust. They started to wrap their heads around what some of these modern digital products could do for their buyers, do for their business. And openly they would ask like, hey, how you have a closing experience. You have an app. I'm a builder. I don't have it. Like, can I have that? <laughs> How would that work? And so um, Derek and I, our, our ears perked up pretty early on. And openly, I think we were sort of waiting for somebody to come and take a swing at this thing. Like, look, this is a this is a massive, massive market. And it's such a huge and important part of the American economy. Somebody's going to come and do an awesome job at this. And uh, I think as we watched over, over the last couple of years, nobody was doing it. And so we, we finally... Uh, finally got motivated. Uh, actually, just started this company last spring. So we raised our first our first round from Silicon Valley investors, some really strong investors. They funded you know dozens of unicorns mm -hmm. last May. Well, went through a, a program called Y Combinator over the summer. So Y Combinator, the the original and most decorated accelerator program in Silicon Valley. Um, and then we just raised a follow on round of of seed funding in September October. Yeah. So the, the reason I asked that question is when you go and watch the demo in all access, um, just see how far and how fast the team has come is also just, it's usually, you know, Hey, we're new is not like the best way to start a conversation, but Hey, we're new and look at where we are is pretty crazy. Uh, I mean, I, I know people in our industry who've been talking for 10 years about the next big thing that's right around the corner. And they've been saying the same thing for 10 years. So um, to see this kind of movement, if you didn't, you know, trust the experience and and kind of street cred from the open door experience, just go go check it out and see for yourself. I think you'll be I think you'll be impressed. We're going hard. All right. Well, thanks so much for both of you uh, stopping by and and having this conversation.
good luck. You're, you're tackling a lot, but, uh, it, it, it looks like you're making progress and we're excited to see how it uh, continues to grow. Thanks, Kevin. We, we came in eyes wide open, so we know it's going to be challenging, but we know that the payoff will be worth it. So that does keep That's us right. excited. Awesome. Thanks, Kevin. Bet. I'll have you back uh, in like two years. You should have conquered the world. So <laughs> set your clocks. <laughs> we'll see you. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Market Proof Marketing. Can't wait for the next one or looking to connect with other new home marketers? Become a member of our private community, DYC All Access, which is 100% free and always will be. Get exclusive content not shared anywhere else, access to private events, and the ability to join a marketing impact group with other marketers like you around the country. Visit our link in the show notes or members.doyouconvert.com to join. All opinions expressed by me, Andrew Peake, Jackie Lipinski, and our castmates are solely our own opinions. Now get to work and make sure your company is market-proof.